Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the book of Ephesians. We're in the fifth chapter, and I'm going to start with the 15th verse. We've already looked at the 15th through the 19th, I think. But again, to set the context, so verse 15 says this, Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. So let me just break in here. Uh, Do we do this? Do we make the most of our time? because of the evil nature of the days. And there's so much to be said in that, so much to be gleaned from it. Every time I read it, something else comes to my mind, okay? Uh, and what is this talking about? Just don't waste the time that the Lord has given us. Don't waste the time on frivolous things, on frivolous pursuits. Don't waste time on pursuits of the things of the world, okay? Because the days of evil, there's a lot of people that need to hear the truth, folks. There's a lot of people who need to experience the truth of the kingdom of God. Evil will increase. We live in evil days. There's going to be more evil, so we need to make the best use of our time. Does that mean that we're not to do things that could be enjoyable? No, no, that's not that mindset at all. But I think there are some things to be taken under consideration here. Even uh, like we use the word amusement, people say, well, I'm going to go out for some amusement. Amuse means to not think about something. Muse means to reflect upon something, to meditate upon something, to think on something. Put an A in front of it, ah, it means not. <laughs> so you know, we don't need to be pursuing things that are frivolous and have no benefit within the kingdom. And people say, well, that means you can't go to basketball games or football games, or baseball games or something like that. No, no, nothing can be further from the truth because that's where the people are. Okay, that's where the people are. But we need to make the most of the time that we have because the days are evil. Now, continuing on, verse 17. So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for this is dissipation, or this is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart, to the Lord. So that last verse, verse 19, shows us that we are to be speaking to one another, the ESV says, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Have you ever thought about that? How different it would be if we spoke to one another, if we addressed one another in psalms, in hymns, and in spiritual songs. Does that mean that we go around singing to each other all the time? Well, perhaps, you know. But the idea being that we're speaking forth truth from the Scripture, that we're speaking truth from the Spirit, that we're doing the things that the Lord is leading us in. The last part of the phrase, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. That's where some of our brethren within the Christian church says, well, see right there, we're supposed to sing. We're not supposed to have any type of instrumental music because of this verse right here. Uh, No, that's a grievous misinterpretation and error. What he's saying is that from our heart there should be a melody of psalms and hymns and spiritual songs that we speak to one another, that exhort the Most High God, that praise the Most High God. The next verse actually gives us some more insight into his continuation of the sentence. Verse 20 says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. 
And this is really important because of what he's saying then what he's setting up, what he's going to say to finish the sentence in the next verse. Notice what he says, that when we're speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, as we're singing, as we're making melody in our heart to the Lord, that we should always be giving thanks. Always giving thanks for all things. And people say, well, I can't do that. <clears throat> what if something bad happens? What if something horrific happens? Do I give thanks for that? Other scriptures show us that in, in all things give thanks, okay? In other words, in the midst of it. The idea is this. I may not be real excited about what's happening with something. It may be a hard thing. It may be a tragic thing. It may be a very difficult thing. But in the midst of it, we are to give thanks. And we're to give thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. So we're giving thanks to God the Father, and we're giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is speaking to those who are believers, you know, ones that have uh, called upon him, and he is Lord. So it's in his name that we're able to give thanks to God the Father, even though it be difficult, even though it be a hard time. So this gives us some real insight into how we should be behaving, how we should be acting as the body. Then, verse 21. It's actually the last part of the sentence. It's a long sentence. I think Where did it start? Um, verse 18. So 18 through 21 is one sentence, and he closes with this. And be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Huh. Let me see. What do the other translations say here? ESV, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Oh, there's that submitting word. The lexum, being subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. Uh, ooh, out of reverence for Christ. King James says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Well, that's interesting because King James has God, the NSV, and the contemporary version say the fear of Christ. Uh, actually, a little different word right there in the Greek language, and it goes back to... Uh, uh, the the documents that were used uh, for the English translations, okay? So anyway, submitting yourself to one another in the fear of God. What does that mean? And particularly, what does it mean in the context? So let me just read the entire thing, okay? Because we've broken it up, and sometimes we lose sight of the forest because of the trees. And do not get drunk with wine, for this is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. What we're seeing here is how we live together, folks, how we speak together, how we give thanks. One of the primary things that we are instructed to do, that we're commanded to do, that we are called to do is to be subject to one another, to submit to one another, and to do so out of reverence for God, out of reverence for Christ, out of fear of God. We are to walk in humility before one another and submit to one another. Now, the reason I think this is really, really important is because well, the Lord says it, right? If we walk in this way, how different will our attitude be toward one another? If we submit to one another, if we encourage one another, if we build up one another, 
And this submitting one another means that you're honoring them. Another scripture says to honor one another, that you're honoring them. And so if you're having a debate in church and you're trying to decide what color the carpet's going to be in the Sunday school classroom, okay, let's just pick something simple and frivolous here, okay? You're trying to figure this out. You know, you prefer one color. Somebody else prefers another color. And you can say, you know what? I'm just going to walk in submission. I'm going to walk in humility before them. And I'm going to do so out of reverence to God, okay? out of reverence for the Lord Jesus Christ, because I don't want to bring division within the body. Now, it's sort of funny when that kind of stuff happens, because all of a sudden everybody goes, well, no, no, we can do what you want to do. Well, no, we can do what you want to do. Well, hang on a second. Let's just see what the mind of the Lord is on this, okay? Let's see what it is. But there's a really bigger importance that's going on with this that he's about to bring out in the very next verse because we're moving into a passage where, uh, that people are often divided over and often have problems with where it says, wives, submit to your own husbands, and where it tells the husbands what to do, and where it, te- where it tells what the children what to do. But whenever you hear this taught, whenever you hear people preaching on this, rarely do they ever back up one verse and check the context. The context is that we all are living in submission and subject to one another. That changes everything, folks. It really does. It shows you how we as the body, the one body of the Lord Jesus Christ, are to live. Okay, we'll pick this up next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you for passing the word about these times. Okay, so keep sharing with one another. Uh, go to my webpage and check out the podcast there. You can check out uh, online Bible studies there. You can check my daily blog there. Uh, You can also uh, help to support the cause there. I'll see you again next time.